Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee! What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to Pflugerville. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. You know, being Lucy Wow's psychic is a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work. Every day is a new adventure in building and invention. But luckily, I've mastered the art of the power nap, which means I still have energy for projects of my own, like hosting this podcast dedicated to my favorite subject, invention. Why is invention my favorite subject? Well, because I am an invention. That's right. Lucy Wow invented me, from my parts made of tools to my boombox butt. A lot of people think I'm the greatest invention of all time, the goat. That's why they're always calling me the goat. But the truth is that every invention, no matter how small, can change the world. One of the fun parts about inventing is you never know what your invention may become. A simple invention could become a podcast host like me or one of the most famous symbols of all time, like today's invention. (laughs) Oh, sorry, power nap. Where was I? Oh, right. Today's invention is the one and only Smiley face. You know the image I'm talking about, right? The yellow circle with smaller black circles for eyes and a big happy smile? That's the smiley or smiley face. Nowadays, you see it everywhere. But first, it had to be invented. People love a good smile. They always have. In fact, there's a stone carving found in a French cave that dates back to 2500 BC. That's almost 5,000 years ago. Wow! That smiles right at you across the centuries. It's not yellow like the smiley face of today, but the basics are there. A circle with two circular eyes and a big happy smile. 
4,463 years later, in Massachusetts, a man named Harvey Ross Ball was hired to create an image that would cheer people up who worked at an insurance company. Oh. It was a simple job, and Harvey finished the design in less than 10 minutes and was paid $45 for his work. What he created was a circular, yellow, smiling face. And it worked! It made the company's employees smile. So the insurance company decided to spread the smiles around. They produced thousands of buttons and handed them out to their families and friends. Before they knew it, the image was everywhere. Ten years later, Bernard and Murray Spain, two brothers who owned a greeting card shop in Philadelphia, came across one of these buttons while shopping. These brothers loved the design, but felt that the happy face was missing some words. They thought the yellow smiley should speak, so they added the slogan, have a nice day, to the smile, and immediately began producing their own novelty items. This was a hard time in America because of the Vietnam War, and the simple message of happiness was just what the people were looking for. By the end of the year, they had sold more than 50 million buttons and countless of other products with their happy message and smiling face. Ooh. Have a nice day indeed! Meanwhile, in Europe, a French journalist named Franklin Lufreni started using the smiley face to highlight good news in the newspaper he worked for. If he wrote a happy story, he'd mark it with a smiley face. These stories quickly became the most popular in the paper. Franklin realized he was onto something and decided to leave the paper biz and get into the smiley face biz. He started the smiley face company and began selling smiley face t-shirts all over the world. How popular can a t-shirt be? Well, today, the smiley face company makes more than $130 million a year. Wow! If that doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. Ten years later, Scott Fallman was trying to create a way to show emotion in text. He wanted to be able to let people know he was happy or sad with a push of a single button. He worked and worked until he came up with the idea of simple digital pictures that he called emoticons. Of course, back in the 80s, there was no such thing as cell phones, so emoticons didn't make a big splash. Yet! The splash came 20 years later when texting got big. The word emoticons got shortened to emojis, and the rest is texting history. No one ever could have guessed that a silly little drawing would end up a part of how we talk, that a smiley face would become an image that people from every nation across the globe would use to express themselves. But that just goes to show you, you never know. Yesterday's doodle might just be tomorrow's t-shirt. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way! 
I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wells' sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint. Well, today I got the most exciting news and I, and I, oh, easy kapow, deep breaths, don't faint. I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker and ah, I'm famous. The most famous mechanical pygmy goats ever live. Go to gokidgo.com and check me out. Lucy Well merchandise is now available and you know you need more kapow in your life. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.